Good morning and welcome to our podcast, School Buzz, from Lancaster School District. I'm Rebecca Cooksey, and today I have with me some students from Fulton and Allsbury. So, Dr. Gladfelter, will you please introduce your students? Don't use their last names. Sure. Uh, we have with us Mariah and Arturo, eighth graders at the Fulton and Allsbury Academy, and uh, very glad to have them on the podcast today. Arturo, give us a little bit of background about you. I live in Palmdale, and I come all the way here because I love the schools in Lancaster School District, so I told my dad I'm going to stay here in Lancaster School District. I'm not going to move. So um, I wanted to stay in Fulton Osbury because it's a wonderful school. It is a wonderful school. Wow, I'm glad your mom or dad is dedicated to bring you over here every day. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And Mariah? Uh, I live in Lancaster like my whole life, and I just love being in the same environment. Like, like he said, it's really nice. And it's nice that it's a little bit smaller school, so you really get to know everybody on campus, right? Yes. And you are challenged academically. It's not an easy school, is it? <laughs> no. Which is nice. It's nice to be challenged. So, Arturo, tell me about your project that you did. Well, I thought about the project. It was, on, like, it was a windy and very cold day, and I brought a really thin jacket. And I thought to myself, I was like, I wish that I brought a bigger jacket, like a thicker jacket, because I'm freezing. But then at the same time, when I when I was saying that, I saw kids walking with like no jackets, like it was freezing, and like you could have seen you could see them shaking. And I was like, I, like I'm saying this, and I have a jacket. Imagine them that they don't even have a jacket to wear, and imagine people that live on the streets that don't even have a jacket. And that's felt that's when I went to talk to Dr. Gladfoster, and I asked him if we can. Um, do something about it mm -hmm. and he started helping me with it. So you helped with the coat drive that was we did a coat drive in November I think for our Welcome and Wellness Center and you got lots of jackets to donate right? Yes. And you went to the event and helped all day long right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice because there's a lot of people that like donate and walk away but to work all day too is shows a real commitment. Did you have to raise money for that, or you just ask people for donations of jackets? Oh, we just asked for donations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the first, like the first few days, I was like, "There's not as much um, like jackets or anything. Hopefully, people bring more and anything." So then, I think it was the last day. Um, I went into the office and I saw so many bags. I was super surprised, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh my goodness! There's like there's so many people that actually donated." That's that's wonderful, and if I think about how many jackets I have at my house. Like I have a green jacket, a red jacket, a blue jacket. I don't need all those jackets, and you know, after a while, I think, you know, I've got a lot. I can give some of that away. I don't need all that. So it's nice that people helped you with that. Yes. Very good, Mariah. Tell us about your project. Um, I hosted a toy drive, and we benefited we benefited Grace Resources by becoming another location where people can donate and contribute. Um, what gave me the idea was actually on my birthday. Uh, my mom gave me my present, and then I was really grateful and everything. But then I realized, like, it's Christmas season. We're getting towards that. And my dad told me a couple stories about his background and his childhood, how he didn't get a lot and everything. And that made me, like, realize, like, hey, there are people out there who still need help, too. Very true. Very true. And it's nice when you can think about what happened in your family and, and want to try to change that for other people. That's great. So what made you want to get into your community to support them? I've been always in, always like serving and helping the community, but in different ways. Like for um, for example, like at least once, in a year, once a year, my family, we make food, like mm -hmm. 
last year we did um spaghetti we sp uh, spaghetti and meatballs and then we were just going around um Palmdale and Lancaster just looking for people for homeless or people that live in the streets um and like just giving them like oh you want food and like a water bottle or a soda and like those things made me think about like thing I want to like I want to serve but in my way I want to help in my way and it, that's what made me want to help and uh, get involved in the community. So your altruistic spirit comes from your family. They've kind of shown you how to be kind to people and how to support people, right? Yeah, the like I've been in the environment of like helping. Like also in my church we go to uh, Mexico mm -hmm. and get a lot of um clothes and the food and we go over there and donate them to children that are, are just like there and we make like a small feast with them and everything and it's fun. And like, why do I, but like, why do I have to go all the way to over there to Mexico and I can just do it here in my home, which is Antelope Valley. Right, and great point, you know, I, there's people who need every place, but right here, they're right in front of us, so <laughs> why aren't we helping them? Maria, tell me why you wanted to get involved in your community. I've always wanted to help in some way, I just didn't know how. So when I heard about this, like this was a perfect opportunity for me to give back. I, I help out here and there, but like, I kind of wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. like a project. Very good. So what did you learn about supporting your community? Mariah, I'll let you go first this time. Um, it not only impacts the people who you want to help, it impacts the people around you and yourself because they can look back and they're like, wow, I helped do this. I helped so many people. Like it makes you feel good. And I think that's an important part of, you know, we're, we're not only helping our community, but we're helping ourselves feel better um, because when you're when you're kind to other people, it makes you feel better too. Um, you want to do it again. Yeah, you do. You really do. Arturo, what, what did you learn about supporting your community? Uh, there's so many ways and ideas um, to help and improve our community. Um, like when I went to volunteer, I was helping on the diapers and giving them away. And there is this, like, there's, like, for me, bag, a box of diapers is like, I don't need diapers and everything, <laughs> but for a mom, it can be a, a huge, a huge deal. Um, a mom came with like, I think three or four children, um, three, or, three or four kids, and then um, she was like, I gave her a whole box, and she was like, this is for me? And I was like, yeah. I was like, you're lying. And I turned around to a lady that was right there helping me, and she was like, yeah, this is all for you. And she's like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. This is like a Christmas present. And like that, that made me realize like, there's so many people that, need help in those type of ways. For some people, it could be something small, but so for, for, for other people, it can be something big and can touch them, touch, touch their heart. And like I learned that it can inspire other people to do other things mm -hmm. and other teens um, to do whatever they want to do, to improve the community in different ways. And that's a great point, because sometimes as middle class people, we have so much we don't realize how much a you know, bag of diapers, eh, no big deal. But for somebody that's struggling, that's a the diapers are expensive, and they it can make a difference on whether they have food then for the rest of the day or gas to get someplace. Um, and so making those can just those little things that you think are little can be huge to somebody else because if they're struggling, they're really struggling. Yeah. It makes a big difference. So what do you think, Mariah? Are your next steps? Um, I want to do more projects. Mm -hmm. I just gotta figure out a way. <laughs> um, 
But our thrower and I were actually in ASB, so we planned things out, and we are currently planning a blood drive to host oh, at our school. Great. I will see you on Friday at the ASB conference. Are you guys going to that? The one at... No, you're not? No. No, never mind. I won't see you on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to drop by again and see you. But that's wonderful. So you're part of student um, government on your, on your campus, too. Mm -hmm. When you go to high school, are you planning to stay in student government? Absolutely. Good. And stay in government... We need good people in government. We need lots of good people in government. So don't don't give it up when you're not in school anymore. Stay, be Mayor Palmdale or Lancaster sometime, okay? <laughs> Arturo, what are your next steps? Uh, my next steps are finding new ways and ideas to improve and help the community and serve the community. Um, I wanna impact and motivate teens, people my age, um, my generation and younger generation that and I want to I want to let them know that there is different ways that you can change the world, and you can. They always ask us, "How can you change the world?" We can change the world by different many ways, and we can change by starting at home, which is the Antelope Valley, Palmdale, Lancaster, Courtsill, Little Rock. It can be anywhere, as long as you can improve, it'll work. And um, uh, I want to just um, like just make. I want to inspire other students to do the same way, to do the same thing. We have a lot of power when we work together. And I think you made a good point to that each part is important. Like if you're passionate about art, you could offer an art class. If you're passionate about sewing, you can sew blankets, you know, um, make hats for people. You, you, whatever it is that you can do to help and still be happy about what you're doing, I think is a great way to serve the community. And we can make it so much better if we just all work together. Okay, so I was asked this question this week by somebody else who's going for an interview, and she's like, people ask about leaders. What would be a good answer for that? So I'm asking you, who inspires you as a leader? Um, my mom does. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, she's always telling me to try to be the change, mm -hmm. want to make a difference. And that's always telling me, like, well, if I'm really good at this, I can try to help others as well. Mm -hmm. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> or two? I think the environment that's surrounding me. Um, like I've said, um, my parents do try to help and serve the community in different ways. My church tries to do their best. Um, like I said, um, they go to Mexico, they do um, donate, but it's just for a day. We just stay there just for a day, but it takes like a few months of prep preparation. And um, the, there's other um, members of the church that do foster care mm -hmm. and they just they just see the need of children um, they just need a they see the need of children um, in a comfortable in a comfortable home and in a warm home like my mom does foster care we do foster care um, we have I have three little sisters now oh. and um, we saw the need to help Mm -hmm. And um, now we're adopting them, and it's something wonderful to me. Oh. I've never had sisters, so it's something big. And I think, um, like, as a leader, to become a leader, you have to serve. And to become a leader, you have to listen. You have to listen to everybody around you. And that's a part of being a leader. You have to serve, not just direct things. You have to serve the community and listen to other people. Some great points. So uh, being a leader means serving. It doesn't mean bossing people around or getting power. Um, you know, sometimes we see these people that are in power, like, uh, that's not a leader. That's just a, a kind of a dictator kind of person. 
Um, but listening, seeing what the need is, and then serving, that's really what leadership is. And I love that both of you gave me examples that were in your life right now, because that was my advice to this person interviewing. Do not pick like somebody you don't know as a leader, because you actually don't know who they are. You both picked your parents, you picked your church leaders, you pick people in your lives that you actually see and know are great people and are inspiring you. So I think that's the best answer. If I was going to answer that, I would also say my mom, um, because my mom was a teacher and a principal, and she just was always a, a great example for me. So I think those people that are right there in your life are really the people that make the biggest difference in your life, not somebody far away that's a celebrity or something. So great answers. You, I would have hired you. <laughs> <laughs> So are there any other, you said you're an ASB, are there any other big things on campus that um, Fulton and Allsbury is doing? No, I think you could talk about the blood drive in more detail, but we don't have final plans on that yet. Okay, so you're working on the blood drive, and that was another point you brought up, that things like the coat drive, or a shoe drive, or a diaper drive, those things don't happen like on a whim. You have to plan for them, and get all the supplies, and get the people to work, and I think a lot of people don't understand that. Um, Rose Juarez, who runs the Welcome Center, uh, did the coat drive and she works for me and they're right now planning on a shoe drive and it's so much work because they have to get the volunteers and food for the volunteers and a schedule and all and invite the right people to come it's a lot of work and I think lots of people don't understand the work behind the scene to get something going because that blood drive is going to take you a, a lot of time to put together and a lot of coordination so but much appreciated because we need that in our community and we need great leaders Thank you so much for coming in today. I just, I was, well, I saw you at the board meeting. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get him on this podcast. And then <laughs> Dr. Godfetro told me about your project, Mariah. And I thought, that's both of them. I'm, I want both of them. So I appreciate you both coming in today. And um, I wish you all the luck. Uh, let me know how it's going. I'll be here. So you can come by and say, hey, I'm, I'm doing this over the high school now. Okay? Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you.